Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dyslexic Season 3, Episode 21. It's July, which means it's my birthday month. And for my birthday month, we have been doing a very special series all month long here on the podcast. I would like to welcome all of you to the very last episode, at least for now, of Dyslexic's Decades Park. What is Dyslexic's Decades Park? Well, it's an imaginary theme park concept that my friends and I have been building all month long on the podcast. Each week, we have been designing an area of the park themed to a decade, from the 1970s to the 2000s. Each area has had attractions, dining, entertainment, and fun throwbacks for all to enjoy, including our one today. And I invite you to take a walk with us and enjoy the final episode of Dyslexic's Decades Park. Now this week, we are focusing on our 2000s themed area of the park, the Millennium. Ooh, Millennials, Millennium Force. Never mind, it's another park. (laughs) But the 2000s, Y2K, if you will. And uh, joining me to help build this section of the park is one of the most creative people I know, which is why he designed the logo for Dyslexic's Decade Park, the special event. also a dyslexic cast member and one of my greatest friends it's rodney hello and welcome back rodney hi i'm so excited to have you back on it's been a minute i know we love a we love a return period (laughs) a return a reveal a reveal I love it. So I am so excited to get started on this last section of the park with you. And I knew I had to reach out to you because, again, you're one of the most creative people I know. You've been on two seasons of Ultimate Imagineer. Um, you created the logo for the park. And you had to have you start. Ideas <laughs> are going to be based within the 2000 decade, 2000, 2000 to 2009. And um, uh, we're going to get started with that in just a second. But before we do, um, last week's episode, we had Parker on. And um, before last week's episode, Parker listened to the first couple episodes and has come up with an overall theme for the park, which I love and I want to share. So this is the official backstory of Dyslexic Decades Park. So here it is. The opening of Dyslexic Decades Park is on a small area, which we have not talked about yet, but... Um, it is kind of a Main Street style place and it's called 20th Century Boulevard. It's a street lined with buildings representing turn of the century architecture and gardens leading to a central garden hub designed to look like a clock, which the different decade lands branch off from, a la Magic Kingdom. And I am reading this from Parker's message because he really wrote it out well. <laughs> now, the lore of the park revolves around a mysterious character called the Timekeeper who possesses a magic to manipulate time. Pieces of the story can be found throughout the street and in some of the themed land. So as you travel around the park, you can see the different stories of the Timekeeper, allowing us to go back and relive the nostalgia of these decades. Um, Now, in this opening area, the 20th Century Boulevard also has some references to the podcast, since it's all based off, uh, since it's, you know, uh, an idea from the podcast. Um, Like, uh, some of the buildings. So one of them is the theme park court eatery. Um, the so what cute. would you do imagination station? Oh, the, I uh, isn't it amazing? I love <laughs> that. My this is so the, cute. Uh, the home park hoedown, where guests can pin their hometown and home parks to a giant display board. And I love that. That's my favorite one. And then finally, the Ultimate Imagineer Hall of Fame, showcasing past winners and contestants and <laughs> concepts from winners and contestants for the future park I expansions. Is that not everything? I love that. I don't oh I just God. need 
some billionaire to reach out to us, um, all of us who have created. Yeah, who are we show. pitching this to? Where can I, girl? Let me sign up real quick. I know. <laughs> oh, you're obviously the first one to do concept art. Like, I mean, you. Oh we have God. you. So far, we've had uh, Danielle, who helped me in the '70s uh, episode. Um, we had. Uh, Timmy and uh, Christian, who helped on the 80s episode, Victoria and Parker on the 90s, and then you helped me on this 2000s episode, and then farther back or even more in the future. We'll have to see. Um, but yes, we definitely need some billionaire to come and build our park. Um, but before they can build our park, they have to know our final area of the park, at least for now, which is our 2000s area that you and I have designed. We so. love the 2000s. I love. I, 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 I am love a two thousands baby. So <clears throat> see, I, and I, <laughs> I uh, grew up through the late nineties, early two thousands, and then I was a teenager in the tw- teenager slash adult in the twenty tens. I ended my teenager years in the twenty tens. Um, in the uh, early twenty tens, I became an adult. Very fun. <laughs> I love adult scene. Oh, so fun! So fun. <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an era. It's a decade I remember fondly and um, look back on and love very much. So I can't wait to get started. So um, let's start with our rides for the section, and I'm gonna have you go ahead and start uh, for us and tell us your first ride concept for the 2000s section. <laughs> okay, so like um, when I was talking, like thinking about rides, I was thinking about like iconic people during the 2000s. You know, we got so many. Um, you know, artists and just like in general, people that were like really memorable. And one of my favorites is Paris Hilton. Um, That's hot. <laughs> that is very hot. And um, I'm like, okay, so like, what would, what would if Paris Hilton was approached by a theme park, what would her ride be? I'm like, okay, let, let me think. Let me, like, really sit in this. And I thought of, like, what if it's, like, a dark ride through, like, a modeling agency or, like, an academy to just be the hottest person you can be? I love it. And it's called Paris Hilton's Hot Academy. Um, <laughs> I love it. When I say I want, I would like everything pink. Like I want the outside to be like a university hall, but like pink. I want rhinestones. I want like 2000s lettering. You really like, want that like McBlee fill. Exactly. I want, I want that like MTV, like. If just, it doesn't look like Juicy Couture tracksuit. If, if it doesn't look like a 16 year old 2000s girl threw up I don't want it like I want like 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 I want like like the purses that hold the dogs like everywhere in the queue like I want <laughs> I love it and like okay so like you would walk through and it's just like it's literally just like pictures of Paris Hilton it's just pictures of Paris Hilton in her various you know um the media and my favorite one I reference just like all the time. You, you, like you know the one where she's like going up to the ice cream truck. Yes. <laughs> she's like, can I get five of those little blonde beeps? Like right there. <laughs> I just I, literally bubble. I, I want to split. I want like clips of her just through the queue, and it's 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 literally like that's literally the whole thing. Like it's just. Like there'd be a, a yes. Can we have stars as blind playing somewhere within this ride? Yes, 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 absolutely, a hundred percent. And like, okay, so like you would board the vehicle, um, just like regular like dark ride. Like I'm not looking like for anything like big or like rise of the resistance or anything. Like I literally like this is just. Like I want like people. I want people to the go gate open this and be semi confused, but like they get it. They love it. It's like the gates just open. It's Paris Hilton. Like get in, right? That's it. Just get in. 
<laughs> um, you're like, okay, I guess I'll get in. Like, okay, like, I'm doing, but like, let me get in. And like the first room, be like, okay, like, you know, work on your, you know, work on your like, like person, like not like personality, but like, like work on your mannerisms. Like that's hot. Like, like we all know how she speaks. Like that's hot. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's like oh my god, that's hot. And then like the second room, be like clothing, and I'm not talking about like current clothing. I'm talking about like pink jumpsuits, like vests <laughs> over t-shirts. And what like, if I feel like this is like Symbolica, but only themed to Paris Hilton? Oh, Symbolica, but Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton, Symbolica. Oh my gosh. And what it's like, it? like, like, okay, like 2000s, like, like, think like where like female artists used to put vests over t-shirts for no reason. And layers like, and layers. Like layers. Like that one Ashley Tisdale picture. <laughs> and you gotta have the weird the, the the belt with like all the circles. You know the one. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And then like like even the even like even the cast members working the ride. I want layers. I don't care how hot it is. <laughs> like I want you to look like as bad not as bad as possible, but like as two thousand as possible. And that's a double edged sword. So you really it, don't yeah. <laughs> Um and then like okay like like a modeling room because that's really the only thing that Paris Hilton is good <laughs> oh my gosh uh, at that like, time that's what we thought exactly exactly and then like literally, like that's literally the whole ride it's just like the different aspects of Paris Hilton it's just right teaching you. this ride is supposed to like develop multiple versions of Paris Hilton coming out the ride like you were supposed to be Paris Hilton after this ride like it's not and like that's the agenda behind this ride so it's literally so what I'm envisioning is literally like Symbolica and if you exactly. guys have not if you guys have never seen Symbolica look it up it's at Efteling it's wonderful it's better than any Disney Dark ride and I stand by that um, as you but should I, it's, it's just true it's just the truth exactly but, I'm seeing that you're riding through and the different like interactive elements are like hair is like popping up in like, like animatronic form. And like I want I I want like projections, like I want like rise of the resistance level projections of just Paris Hilton everywhere. It's like journey into imagination, but it's And I want like surprise appearances by like Lindsay Lohan. And like Tyra Banks, like just uh, throw, just throw people in there. Just all the two thousands. Throw people, people, in there. the starlets of the two thousands. All literally her whole friend group and like the whole modeling, um, modeling industry. Just throw them in there. Like who cares? Like oh my gosh, I feel like the fun. model section has to like have like a catwalk that like goes by the queue, so the people in the queue are the ones <laughs> <They're just> watching. <laughs> It's very, it's very, it's, it's, it's very, it's very much like living with the land, but Paris Hilton. <laughs> the bad thing is we don't need details because as soon as we say this, it just makes sense. It makes sense. Like, I really didn't like want to think too hard into it. Like, that's literally all I want. I want to And that's Hilton exactly what we need she, with the Paris Hilton ride. We don't need she, to think too much. You don't need to think. You just need to be hot. Like, that's it. Oh my gosh, I love this. That is one of the funniest things I've ever heard, and it's instantly in there. Like, it's full, like, I see Juicy Couture, like, exactly. blinged out letters as the sign on the outside of the pink building. Like, I want, like, like, Baby to, like, sponsor <coughs> Not this ride. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Yeah. And then you, like, exit through a gift shop, and it's just a whole bunch of like Paris Hilton merch. Like I want just like her face slapped on a cut. That is amazing. Like not even clever. Like I just want her slapped on everything. You can get like Tinkerbell dolls and carry them around the park. <laughs> I want like a purse with like a stuffed dog in it. Exactly. Exactly. I can't. I can't. I love it. Um. 
Okay, so my ride is not going to beat that one. But... <laughs> so, throughout this series, I it's been difficult because I'm the only one on every episode. So I'm starting to have to, like, think of, and like, look back at episodes and be like, what rides have I not created? Like, I have dark rides, I have roller coasters, I have some right. flat rides. And I was like, but I don't have enough flat rides. I have a water ride. And I was like, what? I, I want another flat ride. But I, and I had Marcelo, like, naming off 2000s things to really help, like, kind of give me inspiration. And he said, flip phone. And I was like, oh my gosh. I've got it. And uh, my first ride is called the Texta World. And um, I've been writing spiels for my rides and then explaining them. So I'm going to go into that for the Texta World. Um, come take a seat on one of many 2000s flip phones as you whirl and twirl through this new high tech age called the 21st century. And so what it is, is a tilt a whirl where all the ride vehicles are giant flip phones. Oh my god. So like the back clamshell is like the top of the flip phone. Oh my <laughs> the god. Screen. I... Where the buttons are. <laughs> and it just spins around. But as it's spinning, like it's fully decorated with like text lingo, like BRB, LOL, OMG, like <clears throat> TTYL, G2G, like all the all the text lingo that we had to use back then because it cost 10 cents a text or, you know, whatever. So you had to really make it count or <laughs> or, you, or it depended on how many letters you were using also. So, you know, all that all that lovely text lingo that developed um, basically a whole new language um, in the 2000s. Right. And I was like. There's nothing new, more 2000s to me than like similar, like a flip phone, a cell phone. Like flip phones were it. Cell phones were the new accessory to have. You didn't really need them yet because it wasn't nowadays where we have like apps with our bank and uh, school schedules and work things and you know all that. It was just to text and call. Can I make a? Can I make one suggestion? Please do. Can we have one that has Microsoft Excel on it? Based oh, on that one, <laughs> one Kelly Rowland video. She got I love the meme where they're like, she really got mad at him because he didn't text her back on Microsoft Excel. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that'll be a deep cut. Yes. I love <laughs> it. I love it. But as you're as you're spinning on this Tilt World ride while you're in your flip phone. All that is playing is ringtone versions of 2000s hits. Oh. Oh my god. Are you ready riding the that. ride and hearing the ringtone version of Oops, I Did It Again or Bye 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 or um, Baby I'm Do Right or <laughs> Bills, Bills, Bills or, exactly. you know, whatever. Maybe some Nelly Furtado because she had, you know, she had a moment. She Skater was Boy. Fun. Oh my gosh, Skater Boy in text tone music <laughs> while you're on a giant. This whole like land is a fever dream. It's very chaotic, but I feel like two uh, thousands was it was this it was. transition it was into yeah it was this transition into our modern society. It was a little trouble phase. It was it was the rebellious phase <laughs> of Earth. <laughs> I can't. Okay, okay, okay. What is your next attraction in our two thousands theme section? Um, I have a whole bunch. Of there was like I literally like sat here and like thought of so many things. So you did that. And I was struggling to think of three, and I only asked for two. Because, like, like, there's so many genres of the 2000s that you can touch. There's so many different sections or, like, subcultures in the 2000s that you can really go for. So, there was one. um, So, I had an idea for a drop ride. (gasps) Yes. Based on Green Day. Yes. So, um... It would be called the Tower of Broken Dreams, like the Bulletproof. Oh my gosh! Oh. 
my gosh. Um, and we'll just play various Green Day songs as you're going up. Uh, the whole thing would be like gray and like red. Um, think like Supreme Scream, mm-hmm. but emo and like scene and punk. I will never hear Supreme Scream without thinking, oh my gosh, it's a Pizza Hut ride. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. But yes, I definitely get it. Oh, you know what? And like at, at the top, you can have the logo with the hand, with like the hand holding the it like it just, it makes sense to me, you know? Like I feel like we just need that like punk representation <laughs> there. That is such a big thing cuz emo and goth and punk were such a big like it was the big rebellious culture of the 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 2000s and as soon as you said that i was like you know what if it is one of those like multi-side launch or drop towers one side could be green day one side could be mcr oh my god one side like like girl let's go i want to ride the mcr (laughs) like i want to i want to ride the mcr side this time but I'm gonna go around the Paramore side because as soon as you get to the top, it's Haley Williams going, "All I wanted was yeah." When you drop, as soon as she hits that note, oh my god! See no, because I would ride the Paramore side like all the time because I was definitely a Paramore bitch. Like not a little lot. <laughs> I loved them all so. We, like, <laughs> yes, this, it, it, it would literally just, drop tower. Think like. Guardians of the Galaxy, but outside with punk music. <laughs> I love this idea, and I'm so upset I didn't even think of it. I that, that that's everything. It, it Eero Drop Tower is exactly what we need. In this 2000 section. There's nothing that screams more 2000s than that, in my opinion. <laughs> Just have it sponsored by Vans. Hey, oh my gosh. <laughs> Warped Tour the ride. They're probably they're probably like write that down right now. <laughs> write that down, write it down. Write that down. <laughs> but yeah, I was just like <sighs> Speaking of two thousands, that's one of my favorite quotes from the two thousands is SpongeBob came out in ninety nine and really got big in the two thousands. And just that's what, I oh. use that quote all the time. Don't even give me. Don't even give me started on SpongeBob quotes. Me, my best friend, have been like talking about it like all week. There was a, the one where like it was the horse at the Krusty Krab. Uh, we saw. We saw. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the the uh, the uh, uh, the the April Fools episode where he's like April Fools, you little sausage. <laughs> He just runs away crying. Whenever I think of that episode, I think of you asked for one ice or a couple of ice cubes, but I only gave you one. (laughs) What did you do to my drink? You what? (laughs) (laughs) And after this brief um, SpongeBob moment, um, (laughs) we move back to our 2000s themes section of the park. And unfortunately, I do not have SpongeBob in my section because there's already. Believe it or not, a lot of people may not know this. There are quite a few SpongeBob-themed rides um, around the world. Together and make a SpongeBob ride. I will die on the hill forever. The, I'll say like, this: Nickelode- Nickelodeon Universe, both both versions of the park, um, have a lot of potential with doing shows, and they kind of did it in New Jersey, like with with like the the throwback style um, things they're doing there. But they have Instead a lot of missed opportunities. I'm just gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> um, but my next ride, um, I, this is a bad name, but I'm sticking with it. Um, it is a dueling roller coaster, and it is called Coming Soon DVD versus VHS. I'm crying. And is, the it based on the, is it based on the? Like the Disney, yeah, coming movie, soon. Where it would be like, doo, 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 doo. Ah, I love that. So, this is a dueling racing coaster, and I'm gonna do my little spill first. 
Pick your side on this home entertainment battle. Will you join the side of the DVD as you spin and twirl through the twisted track? Or will you join the side of the VHS full of big drops in airtime? It's up for it's up to you to decide. So in this coaster, it is a it's dueling racing coasters. The DVD side is a spinning coaster similar to like Time Traveler or the Ride to Happiness that just opened. Um one of these modern spinning coasters with you know flips and launches and stuff um so at um the dvd side is a spinning coaster and it does have twists it's a lot of twists and turns and flips and inversions um so you're kind of picking which side you want to go on based on what you prefer more or ride both um and the vhs side is a steel coaster with the traditional trains where you're all facing forward except it is full of airtime hills and large drops. So which side are you choosing? Are you choosing airtime hills and large drops battling through this or um, uh, flips and twists? You know, what? What? pick your poison on which one you're going for. But as you're riding through, you are passing movie posters with onboard audio that are basically the previews of the DVD and movie and VHS that you are on. And you're basically racing to get to the feature presentation, as they would always say at the end of the VHS tapes. Oh, wow. Which is um, a big dueling moment as um, as uh, the uh, VHS side does a uh, large uh, airtime hill under um, an inversion on the DVD side as it's spinning and inverting over. So basically it's similar to Twisted Colossus where they have the um, over-under elements where one's upside down over the other. Um, Except this airtime hill is really going to make it feel like you are getting lifted out and almost touching the DVD sides. The DVD sides dangling over top of you, feeling like they could fall into your ride vehicle um and then you know whichever one wins first is um whoever wins you know this battle of the uh home entertainment technologies and what really just made me think of this and i was like when i think 2000s i like i loved watching movies and stuff as a kid like when i was playing toys and stuff i'd always have a movie on but right. all the commercials were DVD and VHS. Like as it as the decade progressed, and it was like, oh, you really had a choice. Are you going to go with the VHS tape, which is cheaper, or DVD, which a lot of people don't have DVD players yet because it's still this brand new technology. Right. And so I was like, that that that's that's just something that's very quintessential two thousands to me, and I feel like it needed some kind of representation in this area. hundred percent. Well, here's my question for you. Oh, even, go ahead. I was about to say, even I, like, even I had a collection. And I was born in 2000, so I'm, like, right there. Like, it was still a big part of, uh, of like, growing up, like, VHSs. Like, I'd say until, like, 2005, I was watching VHSs. Yeah. E- exactly. And... I want to ask you which. So it's your first time in our 2000s area. Which side are you picking? The airtime and uh, big drops and fast speed of VHS, or the twist and flips of DVD? Um, VHS, 100. Oh my gosh, that's the side I would pick too. I, still, I advocate for VHS all the time. Bring it back. I, as bad as this sounds, I agree because I miss it. I because do. I feel like having a VHS, like, I actually watched the movies more right. than I ever did with, like, a DVD or whatever. And maybe that's just because I was younger, but I don't know. I guess something about, like, actually physically having to put the movie into the TV and making it, like, a whole experience was like, a thing. Instead of just, like, like, clicking was... on a streaming service or just throwing a DVD in. Exactly. There was just more involvement. Plus, you had to rewind it, and that that put in more effort. But also, like when I rewound a movie, I was like, "Wow, I made it through. That was great." 
Oh my god. Well, yeah, that is that is my second attraction of our area. Um, Period. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and ask before we move on to our entertainment offerings. Um, do you have any additional attractions that you would love to share or any ideas that just popped up that you think would be fun to add to this area? We have our four official attractions, but what do you have any extras you'd like to add? Um, nothing like fleshed out, but like I want to ride themed to New York. Like Tiffany Pollard. Oh, I was like, like the city, you know, that was around. No, <laughs> Tiffany Pollard. <laughs> Tiffany Pollard. I love that i'm gonna go ahead and say this you're gonna love my um uh my food offering when i get there um, <laughs> you keep saying that and that also works with food offering. <laughs> um but um yes tiffany pollard having a ride in the 2000s area would be amazing um what's the stupidest thing we could give her <laughs> oh my gosh a raging rapids ride starring tiffany pollard oh my god and it's literally just like raging rapids but every few seconds it's just one of her sound bites one of her catchphrases <laughs> they're just recreations along the way of her reaction pictures <gasps> Oh my gosh, no, it's like Popeyes, except instead of the scenes of Popeye and Pluto fighting, it's Tiffany fighting with the other girls. Oh, or from her other shows. <sighs> like, you just go past Tiffany on the Beyonce? Yes! <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce? You look like Luther Vandross. <laughs> that was a good impression. Thank you. Um, or, or like you, uh, you float, you float past the scene of her with the snake, and it's just an animatronic of her running away from the snake when she's doing her <laughs> job. <laughs> her running out of car. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, um, or like at the at the very end of the ride. Um, at the very end of the ride, you're in like a tunnel with her, and it's like, does it look like I care? Because I don't. And then it's her crying because the ride's over. <laughs> so much horror. She was fly. She was sexy. She was, and she's nothing of the sort. She's none of that. She's nothing of the sort. Oh my gosh, I love it. Okay, oh, love so her. she has a raging, she has a, you know, a raging rapids raft ride now in that section um it's being built as we're speaking um <laughs> and then i had a backup ride that's not very fleshed out but i think would be really fun and i was like what's very 2000s and i was like um i can't think oh my gosh the name of the studio that made that made the these movies plus a, another uh individual movie and i was like oh my gosh something so 2000s um and very like uh like y2k looking to the future kind of deal with spy kids <gasps> yes and i was like yes, oh my gosh 100 spy kids the ride and it is uh you're joining junie and carmen um on a uh, you know on the secret mission from the first movie as you're trying to get the flutes island but you know you you uh you go to like the hut you go underwater um it's all a dark ride like you're going around flutes like laboratory and avoiding the thumb thumbs and Period. all the other creatures as I you're love that. <laughs> I think it'd be so fun and then like maybe there's like an element where you pass like a screen but it's you your robot version of yourself in the ride vehicle I love that like would that not be super fun like I did I couldn't really flush it out because just for some reason for some reason it just wasn't coming to me and but, but I like be still i'm living <laughs> right and then you know maybe we can have like shark boy and lava girl section somewhere else we love that we love them what is the name of the company dimension it, it was like um, it, it was dimension and then like something trouble i don't know it was robert roger he is he has yeah like, yeah <laughs> 
exactly but like, like i was the like epitome of 2000s movies <laughs> exactly and so i was like we there's a spy kids ride has to be there and that's like mandatory i feel like that's just needed i feel like our, our 2000s section is very questionable as the 2000s were and i really appreciate that <laughs> exactly okay so now we're going to move on to our entertainment offerings of the area. And I'm going to have you go ahead and start off. What is your entertainment offering for a 2000s area? Um, okay. So, like, so this is a musical. Um, I'm going to be so upset because I also did musicals. Because that's what I, I feel like that's just a default for, like, 2000s is the music. But, it's true. This is a story of a girl living in the 2000s, just growing I really, up. I really thought you were going to say, the credits are going to drown the whole world. Because <laughs> we're talking 2000s. Continue. She lived in the 2000s. She lived in the This is literally just like a, like a coming of age story. But it's all like saying with like TLC, um, Destiny's Child, um, Aaliyah, like just like two thousands black music. Ooh, I love it! Just very two thousands like hip hop R and B music is what, yeah, is what okay. is the vibe I'm getting. Very much. Think like you probably don't because this is like really like niche Disney. That one Disney cruise ship show. I think it was like Disney Wishes or something. Um. Well, like, they were graduating, and, like, they went through the park, and, like, it was this whole thing about, like, discovering yourself through, like, Disney. Yeah, no, I know the exact show you're talking about, and I'm really upset that I do. <laughs> it's, that was, a, that, I don't know, that was something. Um, it was different. Um, it, was it was different that, that it started at the park, even though you're on a cruise ship. That, but better, but with, like, flavor. With <laughs> flavor. <laughs> That, but in a slow cooker. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I totally get that. I love that. I love that vibe. Um, and since we were talking about musicals, my entertainment offering is um, it's actually three different shows that already exist, but they will um, be offered in the Totally 2000s Theater. Um, T. And... Uh, the three shows that you can catch at different times of the year, depending on when you visit the park, are three of the most iconic and 2000s-like-esque movies I could think of that are all musicals, that are good musicals that would be fun to put on stage in a the theme park, and that is Legally Blonde, the musical. Yes! Bring It yes. On, the musical. Yes! And Mean Girls, the musical. Three iconic 2000s shows or 2000s movies that just represent the whole decade in such a way that like if you if you look, watch these movies you are taken back to the decade because of the flip phones and the slang and the outfits and everything so I was like depending on what time of the year you visit our park um, depends on what musical is currently playing in the park I love that so that way you can get multiple visits. And it, it, I'm I'm really thinking almost like Frozen at the Hyperion um, deal where it's like, it is a full musical. It's but not a separate. Condensed. Yeah. Well, it, maybe not even condensed, like a full musical. Um, right. But it's not, you know, it, it 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 is there to really, it's almost an attraction in itself. Is it's really right. there to draw you in. And, you know, people wait for a while because like, all three of these musicals, they're about like an hour and a half to maybe two hours, which is kind of long. I get it. Especially for a theme park. How long was Frozen? I think Frozen was like hour 15. Right. And so it's, you know, it's it's a, it's a kind of long for a theme park show, but I think it would really draw some people in. And I think it's something different that a lot of parks don't offer as a full scale musical. Right. Um... But I thought it'd be super fun if that as uh, uh, one of our entertainment offerings is to relive some of your favorite shows, but on stage uh, in these musical forms that already exist, 
um, and basically give it a permanent home depending on the year or the type of the time of year you visit the park. Oh. Um, and that brings us to our final section of our 2000s area, which is our uh, our food offerings. And Rodney, I would like to hear your food offering for our section. Food offering, okay. Uh, I'm going to be honest, I didn't think of a food offering, but <gasps> I'm going to make one up right here, and you're going to like it. Okay, I'll um, go first, and then you can think of yes. while I'm going. Because you didn't listen to the instructions, the prompt! I'm so... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so my food offering is based on a brand new genre of television that happened in the 2000s. The 2000s birthed one of my favorite genres of television and just this brand new genre that had just not been seen before and that is reality TV. As it should be. (laughs) The 2000s were the birth of reality TV. And so we are going to have a restaurant similar to my 1970s concept um, but it is called the reality room. Uh, and it is a tea house where you can enjoy teas and cocktails and small bites you know sandwiches um salads kind of more like a health conscious like area because it is still a tea room um trying to bring some class to reality tv which it does not have um and that's what i also thought was just funny was trying to class a place surrounded by reality tv <laughs> and so each room in the tea house um, that you can pick to eat in is themed to a different reality TV show from the 2000s. So shows like Big Brother and Survivor and The Simple Life and Top Model and The Hills and Treasure of Love, The Real World, The Bachelor slash Bachelorette, Dancing with the Stars, Say Yes to the Dress, like all these reality shows that really came out in the 2000s that were really big. Right. Um, you can go to rooms themed there, themed to it. So, like the Big Brother room is like your thing. It's like you're sitting in the Big Brother house, and you know, eating your food with all the cameras watching you, and maybe some memorabilia and clips playing of the show. And the Survivor room is you're on the island. Maybe you're sitting around like the voting booth or you know the voting things with all the um, with you know different team buffs hanging on the wall. Or the Simple Life is all surrounded. Uh, it's super pink and girly and surrounded by all the Paris Hilton and. Nicole Richie uh, memorabilia and clips of their show. Top model is in, you know, a really like fancy runway where, uh, or, you know, there's tables like on the catwalk and on the sides. And you can sit there. This reminds me of that ABC um, restaurant that used to be in California Adventure. Oh my gosh. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do you remember the soap opera one? Yes, yes, yes. I love it. This is so much better. Ten out of ten. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know, for the hills, I didn't watch the hills, so I don't know what they do. But you know, <laughs> you're on a hill. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was Beverly Hills. That's all I know. Um, <laughs> but you know, flavor of love. Like you're in the flavor of love house with like, um, specifically the-, the chicken, the chicken episode. <laughs> you know, same, same for like the real world. Like each section is one of the different real world houses, and the bachelors like the rose ceremony. So yeah, so the dress is like where they they do all the fittings, and you know it could be super. Fun. I don't know. I just think it'd be really fun to like go into these reality shows, um, and basically live out your reality show fantasy because this was just the genre of the two thousands. It was a brand right. new genre that had never been seen before, and I found out recently. The very first legitimate American reality show was on was on PBS. PBS? What the hell? It was a show called The American Family, and it was literally a show where they just filmed an American family for like a few months or a year or something, and just showed their, it was just episodes of their life, like their ups and downs and everything. There was no like, you know, tampering or no competition. You know, it was nothing like we know reality TV today. Or what it developed into over those years. Right. Um, over the decade. But it was just a reality TV show. It was real life filmed. Oh my gosh. 
and, you know, and then that sparred into, I know my love for reality TV came from Bug Juice, which was on Disney Channel. And it was about kids who went to camp. And that was it. It was just kids who went to camp. Love that. But after that, me and my sister watched every episode. The new episodes would come on. We would sit and watch them. And it just kind of built from there. Because then I started getting into shows like uh, like Big Brother and Survivor. And I did watch Top Model at times. And Simple Life. And uh, Fear Factor. And uh, Believe It or Not. And like all these you know, reality type shows. Um, right. And so I was like, I, 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 we just have to have something deep to that. It was a, it was a genre made in the decade. Like, there's, that's very that's Yeah, that's a hundred percent like needed. Like reality show made the two thousands and like turned out so many like new like quote unquote celebrities. Exactly, and then you know, eventually we get to late 2000s early 2010s you know we're getting shows like um uh um jersey shore and keeping up with the kardashians uh the real housewives like all these shows that started to span because of reality tv because in the shows we had you know like john and kate plus eight oh that used that used shit oh my god (laughs) like there were so many reality shows of the two that like if you look them up there are there are lists of reality shows from the 2000s because every TV network was trying to make five or six, and not all of them right. stuck, and for good reason. Exactly. There was one whole show like RuPaul's Drag Race came out in 2009. Now it's one of the biggest reality shows of all time. <laughs> um, Love fracking. But there, yeah. <laughs> um, but there was literally. Uh, a show where they put a bunch of kids with no help called Kid Nation and they had to build their own nation as children. So, Lord of the Flies. Basically. Basically. Um, <laughs> there was another show called The Swan where they gave women full, complete plastic surgery makeovers that were deemed ugly to see who could become the swan and be the most beautiful out of all of them. That's quiet. Oh my god. And we're not going with those. We're going with the ones that stuck and are maybe a little trashy, but not that bad. Oh my god, I didn't make this up. Oh, yeah, I'm going to need to talk to you about this after the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so, with that um, long-winded explanation of my um, reality room, uh, did you come up with a lovely food offering for the 2000s? I did. I did. Okay, tell us about it. And this is very like DCA 1.0. Like, this is meant to be cheesy. Um, is it a tortilla factory tour? Yeah. <laughs> yes, no. Um, it's an MTV diner. <gasps> I love it. And like, okay, so you would go in um, and it would be set up just like 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 one of those like top like top 50 shows you know where they're just like literally just like playing music videos over and over and over again right um like big screens just like camp uh just like just like it's like it's set up like there would be like oh like a um like a spot for the host or whatever and um the main oh my gosh i'm literally think like you're saying that and i'm instantly thinking like trl I was trying to think like I, I watch this all the time I'm very disappointed in myself for giving the name Total Quest like, Live TRL TRL like, like 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 music showcase shows like that mm-hmm. um, and then there was the kids version on Nickelodeon Slime Time Live there was that okay is- so you don't know about Slime Time Live no girl <gasps> quick quick lesson Okay, so Slime Time Live was a show on Nickelodeon every weekday. It was live from Universal Studios Orlando, um, from the Nickelodeon Studios. And basically, it was Double Dare-style challenges where they did, you know, games um, where they, you know, play with slime and pies and all kinds of stuff. And um, you could call in from home, and one of the kids there was your team member. And, like, you'd play a game, and you'd call in from home, and you'd have to do, like, this matching game on TV... Right. And if you match, the kid um, who was on Slime Time got in, like, this chair that scooted back under a bucket full of slime. They'd get a prize, you'd get a prize, and they'd get slimed. And then 
um, they'd play like, you know, Nicktoons throughout the day until the show was over. So basically it was like a kid's version of TRL, but cartoons instead of. That is, I love that. It was really good. You can find full episodes on YouTube. I love that. It was one Um, of my favorites. Um, But a TRL cafe, I'm living, continue. TRL cafe, like, think like, like menu items, like the Kanye Western bacon cheeseburger. (gasps) No. Or or like the knee yogurt bowl. bowl. (laughs) Or like the Britney (laughs) fried pickle spears. Um, (laughs) I can't. I can't. Or the TLC uh, parentheses BLT. Uh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> that is so funny. And like you just sit and listen to like 2000s music the whole time like you're eating. 2000s music. Like while you and there'd be like, like maybe like there'd be like moments like on the screen where they like play like TRL clips. I love this. I would be all about it. Like very like like literally just very like 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 we all remember like coming home and like just switching on like MTV like to, just to see that like I want to like recreate that experience. You guys see the celebrity interviews like who are they talking on here who are they talking to on TRL today? Who's giving the shout outs like what songs right. have we played? 100%. And like I don't know why I didn't think of this before because this is like really easy to figure out. But like, um, like yeah, it, it, like there's like not multiple rooms. I think it's just like one big diner. But um, yeah, just like play. I music mean, that's basically what the TRL over. studio was with one big yeah, room. That just play music videos over and over again. That's like iconic. Like hit me one, like hit me baby one more time, and like um, Scrubs, you know. I- love this and I would run here like see the what I've loved so far about doing this project is every section of this part like I just see like Disfluencers like Disney Instagram influencer like it's like everything that a Disney Instagram influencer would want is in Dyslexics Decades Park (laughs) and it's so true because like if I mean you guys need to go back and listen to episodes in full but like we have a full Beatles themed roller coaster covered in yellow daisies on a white painted track and Hanna Barbera cartoons and we have you know shopping malls in the eighties and Rubik's Cubes right. and Cabbage Patch dolls and in the nineties we have um we have Nickelode- you know Nickelodeon stuff themed things and um uh Um, I'm blanking, but like we have, like we have so many cool like Instagram worthy spots. The 2000s, like that TRL cafe would be like the place. Exactly. Like, I, I just love it. Like this is so fun. This is one of my as this is honestly one of my favorite. Sec- I say I say this every week, but I've just genuinely have been so blown away by the ideas of these of, for the sections of these parks, and I love it. Right. Um. Now, before we go and before we end this final episode of Just Like Six Decades Park, um, I want to ask because I've been asking every episode because being with a bunch of creative people and brainstorming attractions and food and stuff uh, for our lands, do you have any other ideas that have sparked up before we go? If not, uh-huh. that's okay. But I'd just like to ask because I'd rather somebody say it than hold it back and not share it. I feel like there should be an interactive element. Um, maybe like Tamagotchi or something. Like you can buy it. And like, <gasps> that, that was one of the '90s things. That's what it was. There was it was a Tamagotchi themed bumper car. <laughs> was it? And it's so good. Not even like Tamagotchi, but like, like um, I don't know. <laughs> Think like like that one Kim Possible thing at Epcot. <gasps> Well, like, you can you can buy like a fake flip phone, and like yes. after you ride a ride, like you can get info about like the things about that ride. Or, like, I love like, it. Like you can get like clips from like movies or like TV shows. 
I feel like we also need like a Game Boy Advanced arcade or like a PlayStation 2 arcade. I love that. Um, or just, you know, references and games of uh, classic uh, 2000s video games. And we could say classic because that's over 20 years old now. And, I, and if that makes you feel old, I'm sorry. It's just the truth. <laughs> it just is what it is. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, I think we need some kind of video game reference in there as well, because again, it's the 21st century, like, get with the times. Everything's high tech now. Exactly. Everybody thinks we're going to live in spaceships and have flying cars and have like robot butlers. And, um, (laughs) we didn't, we did it, but we sure acted like we did we're sending a bald billionaire to space I mean that's Ugh, too-, too real too too real <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I don't want to hear about a flying cue ball anyway <laughs> <laughs> I think that is gonna end it uh, for our final section of Dyslexic Decades Park I hope you all have enjoyed this um, journey of creating a theme park from scratch based on the decades. Um, I've loved this so much that I'm already going to go ahead and say that I'm probably going to do a couple new, uh, a couple episodes adding to the park here and there. Maybe um, some expansion episodes where we expand rides on this park or whatever. And it's been such a fun, it's been such a blast creating this park with all my closest friends and, well not all of them, but a large group of my closest friends. Um, and being able to to really um, stretch our creative muscles uh, and just have a really fun time being nostalgic. Um, and I said it's at the first episode. I'm going to say it's the last episode. If anybody's inspired by this and wants to build, you know, wants to create concept art or um, wants to uh, build these attractions or the park on like Planet Coaster or Roller Coaster Tycoon Three or whatever you have, um, if you're just feeling inspired by it, go ahead and do it, and then. You know, share it and tag us and let us know. You know, show us your creations. I would love to do it. Or if you have any ideas, you know, mark them up. Make some concept art. Create a ride on any of those things. Like, share it with us. If you have a ride for any of these sections of the park, any of these decades, share it. If you think we missed something and you think that would make a good ride, share it. I'd love to hear it. Um, And we're going to talk about where you can share it in just a minute. Um, But before we do, we're going to talk about Ronnie social medias. Ronnie, do you have any plugs? Um, you can follow my uh personal Instagram, which is Spider Rods on Twitter. Uh, not Instagram, Twitter. Ugh. Um, and my art Twitter, which is you know playing old Rocket Rods. Um, you can also follow me on Rocket Rods on Instagram. I post there too, and TikTok, which I'm becoming semi frequent on posting there. I will say this, I highly recommend to follow if you enjoy like uh, concept art or really cool art. Sometimes Rodney does commissions from time to time. Yes. Um, he created the logo for the Dyslexics Decades Park. So if you want to see that, um, you can check it out over there. And I've also posted on my stuff. Um, and just give him a follow. He deserves it. His art's really, really, really good. I really enjoy it. Um, he made. Girl. You're welcome. He made uh, one of my favorite things I've ever bought and it's it was actually a commission of me on Big Thunder Mountain and I still like I use it as a profile picture but I don't remember on what social media I totally forgot I did that (laughs) that was so long ago oh my gosh if you ever need a review let me know (laughs) but I I love it it is one of my absolute favorite things I uh, have ever had um, I appreciate that. I would like. I really enjoy making stuff for people, especially like close friends. And I, I appreciate, I especially appreciate you making the logo because that logo for the decades park that you made is stunning and amazing, and everything I could have asked for and more. Oh my god! Thank you. You're so welcome. Um, as for me, guys, you can follow me on Twitter at scott zero twenty one or look up dyslexic. You can follow me on Instagram at dyslexic ninety six and on TikTok at dyslexic. I know I've been a little 
not i know i haven't been posting as much um and that's mostly just because we're starting after a while to be able to get out in the world and do a few things safely of course we'll have variants happening with the virus and you know stay safe wash your hands stay distant get vaccinated when you can wear your mask if that if that's what makes you feel comfortable that's what makes me feel comfortable so that's what i do um but you know kind of focusing on you know getting back out in the real world a little bit since we weren't able to for a while um and so i will get back to posting on all that soon um but in all honesty sometimes real life is a little more important than digital life from time to time this is true um, as shocking as that may sound it's you know sometimes it's good to go touch some grass every once in a while Groundbreaking. Um, <laughs> but um i will you know we'll, we'll get we'll get back to posting soon but do enjoy the content that i am putting out you can listen to the dyslexic podcast every week so that's gonna do it for us for the final episode and final area of the dyslexic decades park for now if you like the series and uh you want to hear more of the podcast or um some of the other series like ultimate imagineer you can check out all of season one through three of dyslexic and season one and two of ultimate imagineer my theme park design competition on all major podcast platforms including apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify and stitcher etc and so on if you really really like this episode then uh, share the show with your friends and family and give us a rating and review on your favorite podcast platform of choice it would really help the show grow and there's a lot of people who put a lot of work into it and I would greatly appreciate for the show to grow. Um, thank you all once again for joining us. I can't wait to see you next week for a new episode of Dyslexic. I hope you all have an amazing week. Bye, everybody. Bye.